0: Hey everybody, good morning. This is Michael Smalley and I am continuing my morning devos for couples. Today is day eight. We're already on day eight. We could be further along if I would uh, stay consistent, but I'm back on track. I'm in my new home. I'm wearing my Captain America shirt. So this morning should be pretty powerful because he's one of the best Avengers ever. So this morning is about Jesus' statement in terms of what does it mean to value each other. So we're now getting into section two of these morning devos, which is, uh, how do Jesus's words relate to loving each other? What does it look like as a husband and a wife to truly love each other? And what does Jesus say about it? The first statement from Christ we're gonna deal with this morning is from John 3.16, which I'm sure you're familiar with, because any Christian football player has had that you know, under their eye or somewhere. So it's one of those big popular verses of the Bible. But for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him won't perish, but have eternal life. David Wilkerson once said, love is not only something you feel, it is something you do. So Jesus did to say, no, I really love you. And then kind of behave in a way that you're like, oh, that's weird. Cause I don't feel very loved. So it's not enough to tell your spouse, to tell your wife, to tell your husband, no, I love you. But then your actions show something very different. Um, Jesus teaches Nicodemus that God's only motive is love. Jesus hasn't been sent into the world to judge or punish or sentence to death. He has come to reveal the light and show the love of God. He longs that people should stop preferring darkness and clinging to shame. This is A. Knowles, uh, the Bible guide. What's important here in this quote for me is that Christ didn't come to judge, to punish. But how many times in our relationship do we judge and punish our spouse for things that they do wrong? And this is an important perspective to keep in mind because Christ sacrificed. He loved us despite our sin, despite our failures, despite the despicable things that we have done in our past, that we're doing in our present, that we're gonna do in our future until we get to go home finally to Christ in heaven. So think about that. He unconditionally loved us, and this is scary, his expectation is we love our spouse and we love others in the same way that he loves us. So what does this mean to your relationship? Love like God loves you love, like how you've already been given. If you have sect- if you have accepted Christ and you are a disciple of Christ, then you do have the ability to love your spouse, even when they're not behaving Two. Self-sacrificing. So this impacts your relationship because when one or both of you, and, and, and that matters because it doesn't take both of you. Typically, if someone is being loved unconditionally and they're being loved and despite their dysfunction and despite their unhealthy ways, that tends to change them, right? That tends to open them up to the Holy Spirit because they're gonna look at you and go, what is different about you? Why are you... Loving me when I'm not being very loving to you, this doesn't add up and it gives you an opportunity to be a witness of Christ. And it opens people up when you love them no matter what. Three, love like it was not bound to any kind of good behavior. Boy, a lot of couples get into trouble because they base their love on how their spouse is behaving. So if you're loving, I can be loving. If you're being kind, I can be kind. And this is not an attitude we want to have. We need to take personal responsibility and choose to love our spouse anyway. We got four here. Let every thought, action, and desire of your heart be to love the person in front of you. So your motive in life, your motive in your relationship is to love your spouse because they're the person right in front of you. And of course, this this translates to your children, to your neighbors, to your friends, right? We need to become the essence of love, that all of our actions, all of our words are based on how God loves us. And then finally, be the light to others, which is shown brightest when others get to experience the kind of love that saved the world. It's one of the most significant points of John 3:16 is we get to be like Christ. And that means we become the brightest thing in someone's life. And we we get to interact in a way that is like Christ who literally saved the world. Max Lucado said, "A 26-word parade of hope." beginning with God, ending with life, and urging us to do the same. Brief enough to write on a napkin or memorize in a moment, yet solid enough to weather 2,000 years of storms and questions. If you know nothing of the Bible, start here. This This is the thing that we need to interpret all of Scripture is to love God and love others. Three questions that you can discuss with each other this morning. Number one, why is it important to love our spouse and how does that relate to God's love for us? Number two, what is the light of God and how does that impact your relationship? So I said earlier, this thing is the light of God. What is it? And how is that going to impact your relationship positively? And then finally, number three, how can your heart change towards your spouse? So you need to check yourself. Right? You need to go, hey, what are some of the negative beliefs? What are some of the um, lies that I am being convinced of by evil, convinced of by my own psychological problems? I need to think about those and recognize them and pull them into the light so that Christ can bring healing. You might have to go through forgiveness, right? You might have to take personal responsibility and recognize that, wow, a lot of the issues in our relationship I'm a big part of. I haven't met very many couples in trouble that uh, it's not a 50-50 problem. 50% the wife, 50% the husband. But what the devil wants is to convince you that you're a victim, that this is all your spouse's fault. And if your spouse would just love you better, then you could be more loving. Don't buy into that line. What does your heart need to be focused on? So what needs to be the desire of your heart and maybe just declare to each other that, Hey, from today on, this is the desire of my heart. So if I'm ever behaving differently, know that I'm off track, but that's not my desire and I'm committed to getting back on track.